Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Hi, Mama. Welcome back to another episode of Emotionally Healthy Legacy. The next few episodes, I will be talking about how to be less triggered as a mom. I did an Instagram live a few months ago about how to be less triggered and practical things that you can do in your day-to-day life to be less triggered by your kiddos and just life in general, motherhood, right? Frustrations. And this week we'll be doing episode one of Be Less Triggered and it's practical things that you can walk away and do this week. All right, let's get started. So today is day one of the challenge, be less triggered. Okay. I don't know about you, but I am a mom of four kiddos and I definitely experience triggers. And in this challenge, we'll be focusing on things that are in completely your control okay so there's definitely triggers in our lives that are out of our control that we cannot do anything about for example if our child is having a meltdown and that's triggering for you right things not going your way you're stuck in traffic and that's triggering for you obviously like that is something that's out of your control and you can't really do much about it but in this challenge we'll be focusing on things that you have complete control over um as you know there are things we can really realistically control only the things that we think we do we say right our attitude our thoughts our perspective our actions so this is what we're gonna do okay so here's the thing kids bring out things in us that we never thought we had do you relate with that drop (laughs) drop a yes in the comments if you relate with that like that your thing your kids bring out things out of you that you just never thought you had okay so I was a pretty patient person before I had kids and actually I'm pretty patient if my kids do what I say when I say it as soon as I say it and exactly the way I want them to do it I would have no patience problems but the reality is that's not the truth you know, and that's not real life when it comes to motherhood, right? (sighs) Do you relate with that? Do you relate with the fact of like, you would be a really patient person if your kids just did everything when you wanted them to do how you wanted them to do without like asking them multiple times? I wouldn't be triggered then. (laughs) I would be so patient. Okay, so I want to talk about what is a trigger 
So a trigger is like, in my definition, it's like an event or a circumstance that brings up a lot of uncomfortable emotions from like the past, such as like anger, sadness, frustration, just like unpleasant feelings. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brittany says I'd be the best mom if only they'd just listen right away. I know, right? I feel like most of my triggers would be gone. Um, and kids tend to bring out things in us that we never thought we had. And like, it really like opens our eyes to all the things that we need to address and deal with. So, um, when do you feel most triggered by your kids? So Brittany, maybe you can comment below, like what things feel like they're most most triggering for you like in day-to-day and motherhood um for me I think it's just my kids getting into like arguments with each other and starting to physically fight or just not listening when I ask them to do something like get dressed for school or whatever and they're just not listening for me those are the things that seem to kind of bring out extra frustration um that just like extra triggering for me so We'll be focusing again like on things that we can control in the situations and my biggest thing is doing things proactively to support you as a mom to set you up for success so you are less likely to be as triggered, okay? So I teach this a lot and I will probably keep teaching it over and over again and I will never stop because I think it's so foundational and so important. Um, I talk about our unmet needs and unmet basic needs and that is getting enough sleep, like not being sleep deprived Eating meals and hydrating, those are the biggest things. Uh, Brittany says, with my three boys, it's when they all decide they need me at the same time. It's sweet that they love me, but they start up a physical fight over who gets to sit with me. I get it. Yes, I my kids do that too, especially if it's like evening and it's like time to read a book together or something. Uh, it makes me feel both touched out and overwhelmed at once. Yes, definitely. I can relate with that. That can also like be more tricky. And I think like for me, if I'm like tired at the end of the day and I'm exhausted, I feel like those kind of things. And if I hadn't any time to decompress, that would like be even more triggering than it would be like maybe in the morning or whatever. Um, so we'll be focusing on the unmet needs, unmet needs. And I talk about this a lot. So we have three parts of the brain and our frontal lobe right here is the one that helps us make positive choices. It's logical, helps us problem solve. It helps us make choices on our values. This is you and I talking right now. This is when we're rational and it's our thinking brain. And behind that, we have our emotional part of the brain where more of our like when things get triggered, the frustration, irritation, annoyance, when we act more on our emotions instead of our values. This is when it comes out in our voice and tone. We're more disrespectful, more, more rude. We have an attitude. Same thing with kids. That's when they over-exaggerate things. That is their emotional part of the brain. And when um, and then there's a the survival part of the brain, which is like fight, flight, or freeze. That's when you totally freak out and lose it. And we won't focus so much on that. We'll just focus on the, the thinking brain and the feeling brain. Here's the thing. When we are sleep deprived, when uh, we did not eat and did not hydrate, our brain automatically shifts to emotional part of the brain because 
our basic needs are unmet. So see, let me know if you relate with this. Like if you ever had to take an exam and you had to focus, but you were hungry, um, did you notice that it's so much harder to focus your brain and concentrate when you're really hungry? Like your brain is designed to be focused on the unmet need, to be focused on the fact that you're not you know, it's hungry and it's so much harder to concentrate and focus and make positive choices when you're hungry. Same thing for you as a mom. If you are hangry, you're going to be a lot more triggered by your kids. It's such a simple thing, but it's like such a um, simple but like practical thing that we can do is feed our bodies. And like, yes, nutritious food is great. And like, I totally stand by that. The reality is sometimes you just need to eat something so your brain just kind of de-escalates. Same thing for like toddlers and babies. Like if they're freaking out and they're having meltdowns, like we first need to check it. It's like, did they eat or are they tired? Sleep deprived and a hungry toddler is a recipe for disaster. Like why their brain is just so dysregulated because it's shifted and it's focused on the unmet need. You're a lot more easily triggered when you're hungry and you're sleep deprived. You um you will notice that when you're sleep deprived, your brain brain is too tired to make good choices you literally will not care about like what your kids want or need and the like the support they need if you are exhausted the other day um I couldn't sleep after 4 a.m I got up and then that evening I wanted to put my kids to bed earlier so I could go to bed earlier and they just wouldn't they just wouldn't go to bed because they were um somewhere else right before that and um, at a woodworking class and they got pop over there right like in the evening and they were just too excited they had so much sugar they did not want to sleep and I kept I caught myself saying to them I don't care that you don't want to sleep I just literally just freaking need you in bed and that's because I was so tired and ex- my body was exhausted <clears throat> It was tired and it needed rest. So also like when you're sleep deprived, you can't focus as well. You can't concentrate as well. You're going to have more brain fog. You can't rationalize. You're going to be more cranky and moody. You're going to be easily annoyed and frustrated because your brain is focused on the unmet need. Same thing for when you're hungry. Okay, we're a lot more cranky. And then if our child is melting down or having some sort of struggle we know we just our brain literally does not want to focus and the way we can help them it wants to just focus on our unmet need and you will get more triggered how about like we're gonna touch a little bit more how about like the newborn stage if you remember and you could go back and if your kids are a little bit grown like remember when you were sleep deprived and you had like a newborn Do you remember if you were a lot more easily triggered with the other kids? How about having a lot more emotional charged situations with your spouse, right? Or significant other. There's a lot more explosions, emotional explosions. Why? Because you're so exhausted and your brain literally cannot make positive choices. And it's a lot more triggered. Like, it's not because you're a bad mom, it's because you're struggling and you have unmet basic needs. You cannot thrive until your basic needs are met because your brain literally feels unsafe when it's exhausted and when it's, like, hungry. Your brain just feels unsafe. 
Um, so if you are in a season of life where your kids are like over three months old and you still have a baby that is just not a great sleeper and you notice that it's affecting you in a really negative way, some people have a higher tolerance and some people have a lower tolerance for sleep deprivation, maybe it would be a good to look into sleep training. There's sleep training that does not do cry it out methods. So some do, some don't. I would like, there's so many sleep trainers are out there. I would like highly encourage you to look into it because it can be a life changing for you. Um, like I had, I have a sister-in-law. She had, her first one was a rough newborn, just colic and not a sleeper at all. And it was so challenging. And we even recorded an op- a podcast together. She was talking about mom rage, all these things that she was experiencing, all those big emotions and feelings. And it was so hard because like she was so much more triggered by everything because she was so sleep deprived. And when they did sleep training, it completely turned the corner. And for her, it was one of the best money she ever spent. So take a look at your season. Maybe that is something to look into. Maybe it will be worth it in the long run and you will benefit and the rest of the family will benefit. And maybe it will be hard for a couple weeks while you're doing sleep training, but what you get on the other end might be totally, totally worth it. So if you need any suggestions with like sleep trainers, I have some connections. So just DM me and I will like send you some information. Here's the thing. When our basic needs are met when we're hungry and when we're sleep deprived, we say and do hurtful things because we're hangry and because we're literally exhausted. If you remember like when you're so exhausted, you just over-exaggerate. You get a lot more snappy, a lot more frustrated. And you end up, when we're emotionally charged, our thinking brain shuts off. We act on our emotions and we say and do hurtful things. And it hurts our family members. It affects our relationships in the long run. If we don't do repairs and if we don't do anything about it proactively, going forward right and it just trickles down into your spouse and the kids and like all that negative energy it affects your home and then it's like trigger upon trigger and everyone's emotions and it's like big explosions right and here's a quote that I want you to kind of remember I've posted this a while back and I just want to remind you again sometimes it's not a spiritual problem sometimes mama you just need some sleep Legit. Sometimes you just need to take a nap and you will feel so much better. It has nothing to do with you being a sinner. You just need some rest and that's going to fix a lot of things. Um, I want to kind of like circle back to like uh, food and when we are hungry. Like have you ever... Like, I'm sure you've even watched this in movies. Like, when they have, like, a meeting, a business meeting, and people are getting, like, heated and stuff because they're getting hungry. And then they bring food people eat, and, like, your your brain calms down because you feel more safe. And then you're able to, like, think so much more clearly and, like, and focus because you met one of the basic needs. So, um, yes. So, when we are... When our needs are not met, our brain uses energy to focus on the unmet needs instead of emotional regulation and to regulate the trigger. That's what's going on. So even if you know how to emotionally regulate and manage your triggers, when your unmet needs 
they when you have unmet needs it will overpower emotional regulation same thing with your kids like it will overpower all the skills that you have and know in the heat of the moment if it's like if you're sleep deprived and if you are hungry you will notice that you will it will be a million times harder to make positive choices when your needs are unmet and you're going to be a lot more triggered when your needs are unmet, okay? So we're, this is something that's in completely in your control, right? If you're staying up till 2 in the morning scrolling through Instagram, maybe we need to, we'll talk about this tomorrow, set some limits and set some boundaries when it comes to your phone to support yourself. If you're having sleep troubles, maybe it's time to go to the doctor and figure out what the root is. What if you have anxiety? Okay, well, maybe there's some things that we need to do to address that anxiety. Like what is the thing that you need to address that will trickle down and kind of like the domino effect and positively affect other areas of your life, okay? So that is what I have for today. So before you go, I have a couple questions that you you can either answer here in the chat, but also, um, yeah, Brittany says, she's like, yeah, last night it was me too. I don't care that you are not tired. I am. Yes, that's the thing. And that's what happens. I'm like, it's so unfair that people that want to go to sleep have to put the humans that don't want to go to sleep we have to put them to bed first it's so unfair right um so i will do a post um a thread that you can comment on after i post this live and it to answer the questions right under that post but the questions are going to be what needs do you tend to neglect the most is it getting enough sleep is it eating meals as a mom i think that one is a really hard one or hydrating, because hydrating is also super important. Um, so which one of those basic needs do you tend to neglect the most and just kind of push off to the side? Um, and how do you notice when those needs are unmet? How does it show up in your behavior? Like, what do you feel when those needs are unmet? Are you bitter? Are you resentful? Are you more angry? Like, what? how does it show up? What's the trigger? What's the um, emotion that comes under that? And how are you going to start prioritizing? Like, what are you going to do differently? What's the action you're going to take? Okay. Um, is it shutting off all your apps on your phone at 9 p.m. so you can go to sleep and not get sucked into um, the rabbit hole of Instagram or whatever? What is it going to be for you? Is it to make sure you have a breakfast meal plan that you rotate every week and that maybe you get up a little bit early before your kids and make sure you have breakfast and eat it? Like what is the action step that you are going to take to implement what you learned today? I don't want you to just listen to this and walk away or like, oh, this is great. I want you to take action on this and implement this in your life because that's when you're going to start seeing change. And this is something that is in complete your control. This is something you can do 100% about it. This is not your kids. This is not your spouse. This is not stuff happening outside of you. This is your actions that you get to take to support yourself so then you show up in a better version of yourself for your family. You cannot thrive until basic needs are met, okay? I would love for you to implement this and see the positive changes in your life. Thank you so much for being here. You have a great day.
Hi friend, did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.